Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. The Medical School Headquarters Podcast, session number 110. Hello and welcome to the Medical School Headquarters Podcast, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre-med success. I am your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. Today, the day that we're releasing this episode is December 31st. 2014. And you may not be listening on December 31st, but if you are, we want to wish you a very happy and healthy new year for 2015. And I say we because today I have in the studio known as our basement office, Allison Gray. Hello. Dr. Allison Gray. Hi, everyone. Happy new year. How are you doing? I'm great. It's been a great year and I'm excited about 2015. Yes, I am very excited about 2015 as well. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is looking forward towards 2015. What kind of maybe exciting stuff we have going on and how you can start preparing for some exciting stuff that you may have going on. Before we start talking about that, though, let me take a second to remind you about our friends over at nextsteptestprep.com. They offer one-on-one tutoring for the MCAT. And the past month or so, we've been running a deal with them, $100 off their tutoring. But that's if you were still taking the old MCAT. And by now, you're probably not. But you know what? They're still offering $50 off of their MCAT tutoring, one-on-one MCAT tutoring. Go over to nextsteptestprep.com. Tell them that we sent you. And if you want to know more about them, go listen to them in sessions 59 and 87, where I talked to Brian, one of the top MCAT tutors and the director over there for the MCAT tutoring. So again, nextsteptestprep.com. All right, Allison. So last week, I was by myself talking about the kind of the year-end review of 2014. I want to hear from you briefly about your 2014, what you saw as a success in 2014 and maybe some of the highlights for you? Well, highlight number one is easy, having our daughter. Yeah, I guess that's a good one. (laughs) It was a crazy year for me, a crazy great year, but I mean, being pregnant and having our daughter and the change in life that comes with all of that. 
what else, yeah. Ryan? I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of 2014. But I think uh, your first full year out practicing. Yes, and- yes, that too. So I started practicing in July of 2013. So about half of the prior year. But it takes about six months to really get your feet wet and get into the flow of things in practice once you're out of residency. A lot of people say that and I fully agree. So I think, yeah, I would, I think that I would totally agree with that statement. Being out in practice for my first time out, that was very exciting and a great learning experience. And I developed a lot of relationships with patients and and their families and other providers in the community. And that's all been really, really great and meaningful Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. And moving forward in 2015, you have a change now, right? I am. I'm uh, taking a new job. Yeah. And so you're going back into academics. I am. I am. I've been really eager to get back into the academic setting recently. And I think, you know, it's part of what we do around here. We're, our goal, our mission is to try to help the next generation of physicians to help guide and mentor and teach. And I really love doing that. And I, as much as I, I loved the job that I was doing before, I missed that aspect of it. And so my new job, albeit a, a medical center, is still in Massachusetts, but it'll provide me the opportunity to do a lot more of that teaching that I've been really missing. Yeah. So you get to try it and see if you like it because you, <laughs> you've never really been on that side of it, right? True. So, I mean, it's, it's a home, you know, the system you grow up in, in a mm-hmm. certain sense, it's that in academics, you know, we all grow up in that system because you're, you go to medical school and then you become a resident, an intern resident. And so that, yeah, that's the system that you know, it's the only system you know, yeah. really. And that's something that I always warn against. So as, as a student going through the system, you see what life is like as an orthopedic surgeon in an academic center. You see what life is like as a neurologist in an academic center. You hardly get the opportunity to see what life is like as a private practice physician, as an orthopedic surgeon, as a neurologist, as whatever. And so you may see what, or you may come into medical school with this idea of, oh, I want to be an orthopedic surgeon. I, I really love it. And I shadowed this one guy randomly a long time ago. And then you go to medical school and you see what academic orthopedic medicine is like and you go, you know what, this is not really what I want to do. But you forget that there's this whole other world out there and we've talked about it a couple times. But now you're going back. So you have dipped your toes in the private practice community and said, okay, this is cool. I like it, but I kind of miss maybe the teaching side. And so now you're going to go dip your toes into that. And it'll be different than when you're a resident or when you're a medical student, because now you're the attending teaching residents and medical students. Absolutely. And so in a sense, it's coming full circle. I think part, though, so the way I look at the world, I mean, I I think that one of the beauties of medicine and of having an MD or a DO, and I've said this before on the podcast, is that it allows you a certain sense of freedom and flexibility in that you can really design your career in the way that you want to a large extent. In past years, past decades, physicians would join a practice or start a solo practice and they would stay in that location for 30 or 40 years. And that's wonderful. But the time of that sort of physician has really changed. If you look at most hospital contracts nowadays, they're three years. There's in a whole organization that we've never talked about on the podcast, but that, that exists called Locum Tenens. 
And it's it's not really an organization. It's a sort of a concept. And locum tenens, it's Latin and I, it's, I'm blanking on what it actually means, but it's probably temporary something, temporary location or something. But the point is that it allows you to, a physician to go and do a temporary sort of work in a temporary position for a period of time and then move. So some physicians will take an opportunity to go and live in Hawaii or go and live in Milwaukee or do something completely different. Who wants to live in Milwaukee? I am sure we might have listeners out there. You all in Milwaukee, don't be insulted by that. We just don't know anything about Milwaukee. Madison, Wisconsin recently was uh, ranked a top place for under 35. I would I would like to visit uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. So anyhow, the point of what I'm saying is that there are a lot of opportunities for movement and change and variety and and moving in different ways in your career. So if you find something that you like, stick with it. And if you feel after a certain point that you want to change, you can do that. And that's one of the beauties of what we do. So I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to explore something new. And and I'll see. I, I think I see how it goes. And I think at the end of the day, my goal is is always the same, is, is to treat patients mm-hmm. and improve the neurological health of my patients and my community. And yeah. And so how can I best design that in a way that, you know, fits know. you, exactly. fits the family, yeah. fits, fits everything. Exactly. And that, again, I think you said the key, having that MD, that DO, being a physician opens up the opportunity for you to try something. And if you don't like it, try something else. If you don't like it, try something else. It's so true. And it's interesting because I think a lot of physicians out there, because that kind of homegrown system we talked about where where you grow up in academic medicine because of that there's a lot of sense that that is the only way that that is the you know the only way to practice medicine is in academics and even more so you could say well the only way is to practice medicine and there's nothing else you can do as a physician but we also know that that's not true and i think one of the things i would like to do more of in 2015 is also bring to you out there our community of listeners all the other things out there. What are the other things you can do as a physician? So I'd like to bring somebody on the podcast who can talk to us about healthcare policy and what is it like to work as a physician in healthcare policy? What is it like to work as a physician in Doctors Without Borders? What is it like to work as a physician who does consulting? Some of you might be thinking, well, that's not interesting. I'm pre-med and I want to go to medical school so I can treat patients. And if that's true, that's wonderful. That's great. But there are, the whole point is that When you enter a career, when you enter a profession, in my mind, and Ryan, you can tell me if you agree or not, I think it's really important to know all of the pathways that exist to you. And that's Mm -hmm. part of our mission here at the podcast is to tell you about all of that. Yeah. Knowing all the pathways helps you when you hit the wall, either with your motivation or you get frustrated or burnt out, as many physicians do, knowing that there are other opportunities out there helps you keep going so you know that there are other truly opportunities out there for you. Yes. There's no reason to get stuck, to feel stuck. The doors and windows and tunnels and everything that open to you when you get your degree really are boundless. They really, they really are. Yeah. What else are you looking forward to in 2015? Maybe not something specific, but just looking to grow in 2015. Me personally? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to grow much more. I'm 5'6". It's been that way for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm terrible at telling jokes. So I try every once in a while. That was a dud. (laughs) That that was a dud. I might have to edit that. (laughs) Oh, that's against your motto. What am I in terms of growing? 
I'm excited. You know, I think we've seen so much growth out there in terms of our community at medical school headquarters. And we're so grateful to all of you every day, hearing from you that seeing pictures of where you're listening to (laughs) us and and hearing uh, from you by email, by phone and, you know, leaving us a voicemail sometimes by Twitter, by Facebook, all these different ways that you have of contacting us. It's so exciting to me to just continue to see that grow. And I know recently we talked about the growth of the podcast in terms of how many downloads and how many people, how many ears out there are listening to us. And, and I just continue all the time to be so excited by that. So I'm hopeful that we will continue to grow and we'll reach more earbuds. And, and why? Because it's our mission to help, again, that next generation of physicians. And whether that's somebody, whether you're out there and you're in high school, like David, whether you're out there and you're a non-trad and you're trucking away and it's been, you know, it's a very long journey and you're 10th year in the process or whether you're a traditional applicant and you're in your junior year in college, wherever you may be, we're, and maybe you're a medical student or resident, wherever you are, we're always wanting to help guide, help advise, help in any way we can, you know, with the experience we've had, with the people we've talked to. So I'm just looking forward, I hope, to more and more growth. Awesome. One thing that I'm looking forward to on more of a personal level is continuing to grow in my efficiency. And I think this is something where a lot of people, they don't look at improving. So as a pre-med student, as a medical student, as a resident, we tend to, and humans tend to, continue doing things the way that they've always done them. And as a resident specifically, you are so busy doing everything that you need to do that you don't have time to step back and take a look at what you are doing on a day-to-day basis and analyze that and figure out how to improve it. But that's an important step along the process. There's a phrase called working in your work versus working on your work. And everybody works in their work and the truly sensational people are able to step back and work on their work and improve the processes, improve workflows and streamline things so that they can go and be more efficient and more productive. So does that mean that a sensational person cannot be busy or a busy person cannot be sensational? Sensational? I thought you said sensational people. You said the most sensational people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think to be sensational and sane, (laughs) I think you are taking it to that next level. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking, you know, playing devil's advocate. I mean, when you start medical school and then you move on to residency, it's hard to, like you said, where can you find that time to step back? Um, It's making the time. If you look for it, you'll never find it. Mm -hmm. Something. I don't know where I picked that up. I've said that for a while now, though. But you'll never find it if you look for it. You have to make it. Well, and I, thinking back to medical school, see, I don't know if we've told all of you, when Ryan and I were in medical school, the Gators won, I think, three different championships. It was ridiculous. I was like, who is this guy? I met him and like all of his favorite teams are winning. The Gators, the White Sox. The White Sox won. Yeah. The Gators won. Basketball, football, ridiculous. So... My point is, we had some time during medical school to watch some of these games. Yeah, there's plenty of time. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of my point is, there's plenty of time if you make it. But if you just trudge along and look at your books for 24 hours a day and, oh, let me watch Grey's Anatomy for an hour and, oh, let me paint my nails for an hour and, oh, let me do this for an hour. And then all of a sudden, oh, I have a test and 24 hours I need to study all night. 
that's working in your work. You're not taking the time to go to plan out specifically what you need to be doing and plot your course. We always talk about course correction. You need to plot your course and look up every once in a while and see if you're on track or not. Yeah, no, I, I like that. It's interesting because I, I mean, I also think that it's really important. Now we're getting philosophical here, but I also think it's really important to be introspective. And that's something that I think is so important about your medical school journey too and, and beyond as a physician. Is the So Ryan's point is the ability to step back and look at your sort of the whole picture and how can I be more efficient and what can I be doing better? And my feeling also is that it's important to look inward and say, am I being kind of the the person that I want to be being? Am I acting in a way that I want to be? Am, am I? It's a challenge, I think. And a lot of people go through life and maybe don't take the time to be introspective and don't take the time to really reflect on, am I Am I being that physician that I've wanted to be? Am I being that student, that resident, that whatever I may be? Where am I that pre-med at every stage? Am I am I living in the footsteps uh, or in the in the, the shoes, I'm trying to say, of the person that I really am envisioning myself to be? And if not, how can I be better? I think it's really important because it helps you stay true to who you are and it helps you be honest and continue to be positive throughout your journey. And that's really important. I think it's a way that you avoid, again, getting burned out and getting sort of poisoned by the cynicism that can happen, unfortunately, in our profession. Yeah. So there you go. Look outward, look inward, look always. <laughs> look left, look right, especially before crossing the road. <laughs> and look down when you're taking a test. <laughs> All right. So for you listening, for you to make 2015 or whatever year you are listening to this, your best year, and how to improve on last year, or even if you want to take it and even make it a smaller, how to improve on yesterday. There's some questions that you can ask yourself. You can ask yourself what you failed in last year. What goals did you set that you didn't make? Did you set goals at all? And if you set goals, did you write them down? It's been shown over and over and over again that writing down your goals is one of the best things to do to accomplish your goals. And I'm terrible at this. Yes, but you have this new fabulous app called Todoist. Yeah, I don't know if those are goals, though. Oh, yeah, that's that, just to-do items. to-do things, <laughs> and, and that helps. But really, goals. Like, what are our goals for 2015? Maybe we should sit down and do that. Okay. And you listening should do this, too. What are your goals for 2015? If it's... You're applying this year or in 2015 and you want to get into medical school, write that down. That's your goal. And then how are you going to get there? Obviously, you need to get your letters of recommendation. You need to write a personal statement. You need to start collecting all of your experiences from pre-med, all of your extracurricular activities, who you shadowed, who you volunteered with. Get all of that in order because you know that those are the steps that you need to do to accomplish your goals. So those are things that you should be writing down. Start developing those things now so that you're ready. Talk about some other areas in your life that maybe you want to grow. Do you want to reconnect with some family members? Do you want to reconnect with some friends? Those are other things that you should be writing down, other goals that you should want to achieve or, or whatever you may want to do. Write those down so you can see them. Get it out of your head. Yeah, it's part of carving out the path, the life that you want to have versus letting life happen to you. Yeah. 
one question that you can ask yourself to write it down and then take some time to think about it. One year from right now, what do you want your life to look like? What are you doing? Are you sitting in a medical school classroom? Are you sitting in an interview? Are you the director of a pre-med organization? Are you the leader of some awesome club on campus, getting ready for your applications, getting ready and building that extracurricular activity CV? Yeah. And are, are you a husband, a wife, a mom, a dad, a significant other, all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't leave your personal life out. Yes. So take those thoughts with you to make this next year, make tomorrow and everything that we talked about, you can narrow it down to the day. What went well today? What didn't go well? How can I improve on that tomorrow to make tomorrow even better than today? So some thoughts for you, a little bit different conversation today, more of a a rah-rah. We're being philosophical. That's what New Year's is all about, too. And we always say, don't have New Year's resolutions, have year-long resolutions. (laughs) I hate New Year's resolutions. If you want to change, change today. Today just happens to be almost December 31st. But Yes. But that's maybe why we're being more philosophical. With every year, it's, it's change and it's exciting. It's exciting. So I want to see what your goals are for 2015 or beyond. Whenever you're listening to this, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash 110 to go to the show notes page for this specific episode and leave us a comment there. All right. Anything else, Allison? No, I don't think so. Just have a healthy, happy, safe new year. Next week is exciting because it's episode 111. <laughs> sure. 111 craziness. Yes. As we continue on. So do you have any ideas for episode 111 or beyond? Let us know. Medicalschoolhq.net. You can shoot me an email. I'm Ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. You can let me know on Twitter. I'm at medicalschoolhq. Oh, I thought of one other thing. Yeah. I think when you were asking me, what am I looking forward to in 2015? I really am committed to bringing a Canadian physician for our friends up north. (laughs) We've been working on that and it's just a little bit slower than we thought. So we've been talking with some people and we're eager to talk with more to try to bring some more insight to the application process up in Canada. So I just wanted to add that for our friends up north who we we really appreciate you listening in and being part of our community. So we, we are committed to you as well. And we will do what we can to bring that information to you. Yes. One other thing that I wanted to mention, I'm excited for the Academy. I don't think you mentioned a little bit about what we're doing. But today is the 30th as we're recording this, releasing it on the 31st. And on the 3rd of January, I'm actually going to close the Academy for new members. And that's because... As this past year went on and we worked with the Academy members who were applying this year, it was a lot of work doing mock interviews and personal statement prep. And so we want to work closely with the members that are applying this year. And we don't want to focus on trying to add new members and all of that. So we're going to take new members up until the 3rd of January, 2015, and close it for now. If we have time, we can open up to new members but we don't know when that will be. So if you're thinking about joining the Academy where you can get some group advising from Allison and myself and other members in our our monthly office hours and submit your personal statement for review and just join an overall awesome community, 
at least five of our members as we record this have received acceptances to medical school this year alone out of five I think that have applied I don't think anybody's gotten not gotten in this year which is awesome so go check that out at jointheacademy.net and before we close out I want to thank the few people that left us reviews we had a lot of reviews recently I don't know the reason we got a bunch but we had several new five-star ratings and reviews including steel home Powerful Wit Demi equals Da Bomb and Most Giant Vanilla Bear and one more Atomic Soap. Awesome names. Thank you for having pronounceable names this week. <laughs> They're saying Rave Worthy, very helpful pre med podcast, fantastic information, must hear the best podcast for pre med. So thank you the, to those people who left us five star ratings and reviews. If you haven't done so, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes, where you can do that. It greatly helps us in iTunes with their algorithm. To them, it shows iTunes that people like us, and if others are out there looking for a podcast like ours, they'll more likely to show them our podcast. So thank you. Ditto on all that. Ditto on all that. All right. So I think that's it, Allison. Yeah. Short and sweet and Looking forward to hearing from you all and speaking with you all in 2015. Yeah. So as always, I hope you gained a little bit of information out of today's podcast. Maybe not specifically about medical school, but just goals and life in general. And as always, I hope you join us next time here at the Medical School Headquarters. (laughs) 